podcast is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the den.show. Welcome into 2022. The college football playoff is over and done with, so let's see just how the teams fared. Also, we are in the final weeks of the NFL, so who needs to win to potentially get themselves into the playoffs? Find out in today's episode. This is Highway Judgmental. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and this is our very first episode of 2022. Hope everyone had a great holiday and had a great 2021 if you guys follow the podcast, you kind of noticed at the end of the year here, we kind of were not releasing stuff as quickly or, you know, as often and whatnot. And that's simply because we're doing YouTube videos now, so editing takes a little bit more time, but also just the holidays in general. Uh, with the holidays came, you know, a rougher schedule and it was harder to get free time to make the videos, but we're still here. We're still solid, still going strong, and we have great plans for 2022. So look forward to that. So like I said, hope everyone had a great holiday. Hope everyone has a great 2022 coming up here. We wish you the best from Highway Judgmental here. Now, speaking of holidays, one of the things that came with the holidays was some football. So this is a football episode. Talking college, talking a little bit of pros. Let's get into it. College football playoff this year was probably the most boring college football playoff I have seen to date. The only one that rivals it is maybe 2016 when Bama beat Washington 24-7 and Clemson routed Ohio State 31-0. Aside from that, it was probably the most boring college football playoff ever. With the two losing teams, Michigan only got a touchdown in the final four and a half minutes, which at that point, Georgia probably just said, fuck it, we've already got the win. And that's why they got their touchdown. Other than that, three field goals between both teams that lost. Three field goals. Bama ended up beating Cincinnati 27-6. Cincinnati, arguing that they deserve to be there. They were t- they can go toe-to-toe with the top dogs. We deserve to be there. We've earned our spot. Where'd you go? What happened? Where were you at, Cincinnati? Three field goals. I'm sorry, two field goals. Two field goals. You guys managed to muster up two field goals, and you guys were supposed to be our number four team in the country. And you could contend with the big dogs. And you belong there. You know, we've earned our spot. We deserve to fight and show everyone how good of a team we are. We're going to come out ready to play. Sure you will. Sure you will. Cincinnati did not belong in that top four. Give it to Oklahoma State. I mean, Oklahoma State ended up beating Notre Dame. So they won their bowl game. Notre Dame, even though they lost their head coach, still, they were right on the verge. They deserved to be there. Um, Ohio State was on the outside looking in. I don't think Ohio State deserved to be in the college football playoff. I think Ohio State got placed exactly where they need to be. Um, but yeah, I would have given it to maybe OK State or Notre Dame. Or maybe someone else could have squeaked in there. Maybe Baylor could have squeaked in as the number four team. Something, someone that would have made it more interesting. Because Cincinnati did not make that an interesting game. Cincinnati made that game look horrible. It was boring. and it, gosh, For a team that had all this firepower and all this height. And you got two field goals. Yeah, not what we were looking for. Over on the other side, the Georgia-Michigan game, Georgia came out and showed why they were the number one team in the country for so many weeks before Bama dethroned them. Georgia definitely deserved to get in there as your number four, which, or as their number three, I'm sorry, which I will say they did get a touchdown. 
against Georgia, but like I said, the touchdown came in the final like four and a half minutes of the game, which Georgia probably already knew that their victory. Both these teams that won knew that their victory was coming by the time halftime rolled around. You could just tell by the way the teams were playing. They're like, these guys are not ready for it. We got this in the back. So it's going to be an SEC championship rematch, Alabama versus Georgia for the championship game. Now with the Michigan one, I feel like Michigan just wasn't quite prepared for the game. Obviously, you guys know about like big game when they came out for Ohio State. They came out ready to play, and they showed Ohio State that they were there to win that game. And they clearly won that game by fighting hard and just outplaying Ohio State in every aspect. And that's the kind of tenacity that you needed to bring into this game, if not more so. And they didn't have it. They just did not have it. I think Michigan definitely belonged in the college football playoff. They earned that spot very, very proudly. If that's the word I'm looking for. But Michigan definitely deserved to be in there. They earned that spot. Cincinnati, I don't think they really deserved to be in there. Like I said, give it to somebody else. Because somebody else would have put up, I think, a better fight than what Cincinnati did. And this is what happens. You get stuff like this. And this reminds me of uh, UCF from last year or a couple years ago. Houston, there was the year that Houston was really, really good. Uh, Boise State way back in the day when they had Kellen Moore. Uh, you get these teams that are not as powerful teams and they go undefeated and then they walk around with their chest puffed out like we're top dogs we went undefeated give us the big names and then you give them the big names and then they falter they they always falter and this is why the committee doesn't do this kind of stuff the committee doesn't put these teams in the top four for this very reason and teams sit there and they bitch and they complain about how we're not getting any love you know we should be in the top four you know we went undefeated and we beat one good team that's a good victory. It's all about strength of schedule. We beat this team. They're an okay team. And then they finally cave. And they go, okay, fine. You guys can make it into the college football playoff. Here you go. And then you guys go, all right, we're in it. Yeah. Two field goals. Sweet. So this is why the committee doesn't do it. The committee doesn't put these teams in there because anytime they put these teams in there or they put them up against big name teams, they cannot perform. And they get their ass handed to them. 27-6 isn't really getting your ass handed to you. But you guys managed to get two field goals. And I feel like Bama probably could have ran up that score had they wanted to. But held off just to maybe not embarrass you as much. But, yes, Bama won 27-6 over Cincinnati. And Georgia won 34-11 over Michigan, who basically managed to get a field goal. They only got the touchdown, like I said, in the final you know, two and a half, or four and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. So, field goal and two field goals. A combined 61-16 for the victors over them. Just not not a good college football playoff. And like I said, probably the most boring college football playoff I've ever seen. Alright, now let's go on to what I think the best game was. And it may come off as biased because I'm an Ohio State fan. But if you just look at it, statistically, it was the best game, I think, all year. And it was the Rose Bowl, Ohio State versus Utah. 48-45 was the final score. And this game was dominated, essentially, by Utah the entirety of the game up until about midway through the fourth quarter when Ohio State started to, like, push on the gas and they started to surge back, and they did manage to surge back. And C.J. Stroud and Smith and Jigba both shattering records. C.J. Stroud threw for 573 yards with six touchdowns. Smith and Jigba received for 347 yards and three touchdowns. Ohio State had 683 total yards of offense, and Utah had 463 yards of total offense. 463 yards of total offense for Utah in a loss. 
any other time you put up those kind of numbers, you're getting that victory easily. So this was just a huge shootout. Ohio State managed to get the get the lead by a touchdown here later on. And then marching down the field, Utah did the exact same thing. Tied the game up. And there was about a minute and a half left, I believe. And then Ohio State marched down the field, got in the field goal range, and just kicked the field goal to win the game. So squeaked out a victory, but still got the victory nonetheless. But man, that was one hell of a game. I actually wasn't at home watching the game. I was just constantly checking on my phone. It was Ohio State down 14-0. Oh, great. Ohio State down 28-7 or something like this. Oh, my gosh. It's just like Ohio State down 38-28 or something. I think it was like halftime. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Are you guys going to lose to Utah? And they fought back. And But Utah, props to Utah. I thought this was going to be a blowout. I thought Ohio State was going to hand Utah this loss easily. And Utah, man, they, they battled back hard. And... They made it known that they maybe they should have been ranked a little bit higher because they were a really, really good team in that game. All right, so with the championship game, it's going to be Alabama versus Georgia, an SEC championship game matchup, rematch. And I just got to go with Bama. I think Bama is going to take it. Bama wasn't really talked about a lot this year. A lot of the talk was around Georgia, basically Georgia running the SEC and being ranked number one all the way up until the very end of the season there. So I think Bama's going to take it. They weren't talked about a lot, and they're going to quietly, air quotes, quietly uh, win another national championship game. So that's my pick. I take Bama. Best game so far, though, was Ohio State-Utah, and Michigan underperformed, and Cincinnati did not belong in that college football playoff, and it showed. All right, guys, let's get into some NFL action now, because NFL is getting down to the nitty-gritty here in the final weeks of the season. Now, couple of things that are really, really close is the AFC North is close, which for the love of God, I cannot tell if the AFC North is a bunch of really good teams battling or if it's a bunch of shit teams battling because it was run by pretty much the Ravens and everyone else was battling down below. And now all of a sudden the Bengals are on top and the Ravens are losing like almost every other game. And the Steelers are somehow still in talks for, you know, in the hunt for a wild card spot. And it's just, the Browns had super hype going into the season. They're faltering, and it's it's all kinds of different things. Everyone's claiming that Baker Mayfield's hurt, blah blah blah, which could, could be a very big factor and whatnot. Which I think at that time, at that point in time, it's time for Baker Mayfield to just sit the hell down, call the season a wash, get your surgery, and try again next year, because you're trying all these different things and all these different things, and you tell everyone you're good, you're good, you're fine, you're fine, and then you lose a game, and it's like, well, you know, I am, you know, I do have a shoulder injury. It's just kind of like, you know, we told you at the beginning of the game where you're good, and you said you feel great, and now all of a sudden, because you lost, you're going to be like, oh, wow, <laughs> shoulder's bothering me. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just call the season a wash, or man up and get those victories. Easy as that. And as far as Steelers, I mean, Steelers are always, they're always a team that's right there battling. Uh, Cincinnati is looking pretty nice up there at the top. You know, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, or they got a connection there that's just, you know, you think about a big-name wide receiver and a big-name quarterback, and they have that chemistry. These two guys just have that chemistry, clearly. And the Ravens, I don't know what's happening with the Ravens. I know Lamar Jackson got hurt, and that's been a factor in it, but even before Lamar Jackson was hurt, there were a couple games that they were losing, and you could just tell that they were kind of not doing as hot and they were on a decline so i'm not sure what's going on with them but the afc east is close as well i mean aside from the jets sitting at the bottom the bills dolphins patriots are all in that conversation which going back to the predictions episode that Devin and i had done 
uh, it was pretty much down to Patriots or Bills. No one in their right mind would have ever thought about the Dolphins, but the Dolphins are on a seven-game win streak and are tearing it up right now and are coming into this looking like they're going to try and battle for the division as well. Dolphins division winners? Tua came back from injury, and Tua's been on a tear. And I remember talking about Tua, and I remember talking to Devin just privately about it, and he's just like, you know what? I may have to I may have to eat my words at that Tua talk. We were talking about, is Tua a franchise quarterback? And we're like, no, no, he's not looking like anything. And Tua is looking pretty solid right now. Cannot lie. But aside from AFC North and AFC East, it's... Pretty much all self-explanatory. I mean, all of the NFC pretty much has their division winners aside from the West, which is Arizona and LA Rams are battling. Uh, Arizona's actually on a three-game losing streak, and Arizona's on a, or I'm sorry, Arizona's on a three-game losing streak, and LA is on a four-game winning streak. So, after looking like Arizona was easily going to be the best team in the NFC, they have, like the Ravens, faltered in these past few weeks. And it's interesting to see. So I wonder who's going to end up taking that one. I might just have to say the Rams take it. Looking at looking back at it, I said Arizona with ease, and now I'm looking at the Rams, and I'm like, Rams, I think, got it. But it's a very, very tight race for all the wild cards. It's like it's all the teams that are battling as far as AFC. Um, you have the Browns, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins, Patriots, Colts, Steelers. They're all right there within very, very similar records, one to two games of each other. And you're in the final two weeks of the season. So it's going to get really interesting. And I'm looking forward to it. And as we speak, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pop over here and look at some live scores for you right now. Uh, right now, the Bills are starting the fourth quarter against the Falcons. And they're up 22-15. So the Bills are getting their hands full with the Falcons right now. Uh, Chiefs are only, have only holding a four-point lead on the Bengals. Titans are handling the Dolphins pretty well. Dolphins have only managed to score three points. Uh, Colts are losing to the Raiders. A couple of teams that are battling with similar records. Colts, Raiders. Um, let's see here. Eagles, Washington. Eagles and Washington are also in the hunt for the wild card in NFC. And they're battling right now as they are number two, number three of that division. Even though the Cowboys have won that division, they're battling. And then Rams, Ravens. Also a close game. Ravens have the lead right now, 16-14. But coming up, some other games. Brown Steelers play the Monday night game. That'll be a big game. For them, Cardinals, Cowboys, even though the Cowboys have that victory, if the Cowboys can defeat the Cardinals and the Rams can end up winning this game over the Ravens, that one, that helps the AFC North because the Ravens lose. And it also helps the Rams go up one and then the Cardinals go down one. So all kinds of different things are going to happen at the end of the season here. Those are some live updates. And that kind of wraps up the episode, guys. That was quick little NFL and college football update episodes get some football talk in there quick little video for the beginning of the year like i said we plan to have so many more uh, videos so many more different things coming out here going into 2022 big plans holidays are all done with so scheduling should all kind of work itself back out here within the next couple weeks and we should be able to release stuff for you guys much more often also hoping to get devin back same thing work schedule has been tricky for devin which is why devin has not been in the sports episodes and i've been trying to do them solo which is kind of boring for myself and i feel like it's boring for you guys just me but just trying to get the sports news out to you guys and let you guys know what is going on gotta get some jake paul in there too talk to jake paul because he's getting into a whole thing with dana white and it's actually kind of entertaining to watch but we'll save that for now, guys. This was a football episode, so we're sticking only to football. 
All right, guys, that ends this episode, wraps it all up here. Go visit the website, highjudgmentpodcast.com. There you guys can hit up the interactive section, and you guys can ask us questions, give us criticisms, whatever. You guys can hit up all the social links. They are right there on the homepage. You guys can also check out the store. We have a merch line out, and it is fun, fun merch. I got some more stuff coming. I'm super excited about it. Also, shout out to our network, The Den, for hosting us. It is theden.show. Go check out their website and check out all the other podcasts that are on their website. It is great, great stuff. All right, guys. I've rambled on long enough. I'm out of here. See you later. Our podcasts exist because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to the den.show. Thanks for listening.